What if one day you woke up and you realized you had been missing something? You realized you had been missing something for a long time, something important, something that could empower you in a very meaningful way and empower you not only to get more of what you want in life, but to help others do the same. And then what if one day two podcasters came along and said, you never did lose it. It was there all along. I'm Ryan Montes. I'm with Alana Banks, and this is the No Excuses podcast. Um, I think it's the best podcast that there is, and I'm just basing that on no criteria at all other than my own opinion. Anyways, I'm here with Alana Banks. Alana Banks, what are we talking about? We're talking about one of my favorite topics, which is intuition. Ooh, intuition. There it is. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Why I love this topic is because a lot of people don't think that they have it. Many people think that intuition is for people who are psychics or people who are tarot card readers or people who read crystal balls, when in fact, we all have it. We've all been born with it. And it's something that we just lost along the way. Mm -hmm. So That's unfortunate. That's very, unfortunate. Very okay, unfortunate. So what, before we dive really deeply into blowing people's minds and, and telling them where in their house they can go and find their intuition that's been behind the toilet this whole time, before we give them that secret, um, what is intuition? Let's define it. Yeah. So for me, intuition is that really familiar voice inside of your head that, you know, sometimes is telling you to turn left when you're walking straight, go and you know, maybe bring your umbrella out when it's like a perfectly sunny day. You know, it's that voice that sometimes doesn't seem logical, but totally makes sense in hindsight when you go back and connect the dots. I can also describe it as like your inner voice, that like higher voice that's inside of your head that is pushing you to do something that is maybe a little bit illogical, but it really makes sense and it feels good. It's, it's for me, it's almost more like a feeling than it is like a logical message. Yeah. I think, and I agree with every everything you're saying, I think a good metaphor for intuition is one of the things that used to frustrate me in elementary school, especially in math. I used to be really good at math. I used to be able to, especially like prior to high school, like normal elementary school math, I used to be able to do stuff in my head and it would get me into trouble because I would look at the question on the page and write down the answer and I would get it wrong because I didn't show my work, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, and to me, intuition is like when you get the answer from deep in the depths of your mind and it's not showing you the work, so you don't accept it. It's like, here's the answer. I'm not going to tell you how I got to this. It's not important right now. And you're, you're like, and, and then your conscious mind is like the, the salty elementary school teacher that's like, no, that's wrong. I don't, I don't accept that until I know how you arrived at that answer, right? Yeah. And, and I think that's actually one of the things that's trained into us, at least it was into me. Um, and metaphorically, maybe that impacted, you know, how I, I communicate within my own mind. But intuition, you know, for lack of a better <laughs> metaphor, is the answer without showing the work. Yeah, I love I like that. And, you know, you touched on something that's really important is it, it is almost conditioned out of us, right? We come into this world knowing exactly what we need. We have all the answers inside of us. But we are taught to not listen to that voice because we're taught to do it this way. 
especially when it comes to the school system, you know, no, this is the way you're going to do it. Or, you know, this is what I want you to think about. And we lose our intuition because, you know, it's basically conditioned out of us. And, and we learn not to trust that gut feeling, that inner voice, that thing that's going on inside of our head. And then as a result, we lose it. And then, you know, it's really difficult to kind of get it back because you've lost that trust with yourself. Yeah. And it's also, it can be very disempowering, right? And so, for example, even with children, they may have a very clear idea of what they want to do or how they want to do something. Or like you were saying, the way you were, you know, doing these math problems. But when you're constantly telling the child to go and do something else and you're silencing that inner voice within them, that's a very disempowering thing to do. You know, and I always, um, like I have two kids and recently we had, we all had COVID and, you know, especially when my kids are sick, I always let them go with their intuition. And I, I, I never force what makes me feel better when I'm sick onto them. Right. Mm -hmm. So if they specifically need something or want something, I let them have it and I don't force them to eat something or drink something that maybe they don't want because I know that it, inside they know exactly what they need in that moment to make them feel good. Yeah. A lot of parents, though, or many parents may have a different idea. Right. They may say, well, this makes me feel better, so I'm going to give it to you. And and then that just kind of causes problems for the child. And it's a disempowering way to to deal with their own intuition yeah yeah i think a fun example an extreme example would be like mom or dad smoke a pack of cigarettes a day and when they stop smoking they feel bad right well what will make me feel better a cigarette that doesn't mean when little johnny says oh, i feel bad that mom and dad say oh i know just the remedy what makes me feel better you know, yeah. tobacco, right? <laughs> um, so anyways, that's just a silly thing that came up in my mind. Okay. How do we get it back? How do we yeah. get the intuition back? So how you get it back is really starting to listen to yourself and just maybe doing small things. So, you know, listening to that voice in your head that says, wear that instead of that, or, you know, go right instead of left or, or take this turn on, on your way to work instead of that turn. Like those are really easy ways to start leaning in to that inner voice that you have going on. Well, here's an example. Okay. I want to say like a year ago, we were going, I live in Toronto. We were going to High Park and I said to myself, I think we should ride our bikes, but you know, my husband wanted to drive. So we drove, but I had this feeling I knew driving to High Park was just going to be a nightmare. But I was like, okay, whatever, we'll, we'll drive. Anyway, it ended up, there was like traffic, we couldn't find parking. Like it was just a total gong show, getting to High Park, finding parking, getting there. And the whole time I was like, I knew we should have just ridden our bikes. It would have been so much faster to ride our bikes. So that's like an example of like not going with your intuition and everything kind of like falling apart. And I don't know, maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but it's like when you use your intuition, generally it leads to a positive result. It's going to lead to something empowering, something good, um, something that's going to work out in your favor. When you go against your intuition, 
it could result in, you know, something disempowering or negative or not working out the way you wanted it to. So when I think of trusting my intuition or leaning into it, I have evidence to prove that when I listen to my intuition, it ends up working out and evidence to support that when I don't, it often doesn't go the way I had hoped. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. And I like that. And what I would add is a couple of things. First of all, before I forget, intuition, everybody, has been scientifically studied and proven to be a real thing. So you can Google this. You can see the, you know, the research. There's this classic case study where a race car driver was whipping around the track and he was coming up to a blind corner and without conscious thought stopped suddenly um, without warnings, no flags up, nothing like that. A move that could have, you know, really set him, set back his progress in the race, in the standings in the race, um, only to discover that around the blind corner was a massive accident and he would have crashed right into it had he continued on, right? And so, you know, as part of the research, scientists analyzed the video, interviewed him, looked at all the details, and they realized that there was a minute, minute, minute difference when he was going around the blind corner and the and the accident was on the other side of it versus the other times, the other laps that he had done. And the minute difference was the energy, the movement, and the head positions of the audience in the grandstands. Now, this driver is focusing on what he's doing, the gas, the brakes, the steering wheel, the road, you know, thinking about the angle of approach on, on this corner. But unconsciously, he's getting a sense through his through his peripheral vision of the crowd, right? And there's no time to consciously analyze that. It's not even possible, but his unconscious mind was paying attention. And this is what I mean when I say you get the answer without showing the work. The unconscious mind didn't have time to communicate. There's something different about the crowd. The energy is off. They're not looking at you. And they sh it just sent the message and he felt his foot hammer on the brake, right? That's a one of my favorite examples of intuition. And what it will say about intuition and empowering yourself to accept information from your intuition is when somebody gives you good, good advice, don't tell them to F off because the good advice stops coming. If you have a kind mentor in your life who's look, constantly looking at your situation and giving you little tips and hints from a place of love and wisdom, well, if you say thank you each time they do, the tips keep coming. If you say, ah, you know, shut up, you old crouch or what, I don't know, whatever you would say to this hypothetical person, um, guess what's going to stop happening? They're going to stop helping out. So, you know, intuition, in my opinion, uh, and in my model of the world is a little bit of a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets and you need to respect it and um, build that rapport between the conscious and the subconscious. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, and, you know, the more you listen to those nudges, the more you're going to get confirmation that when you listen to those nudges, things work out in your favor. And then the more confidence you're going to have, right, about like going after those feelings, even when they're not logical. And um, I love that example, too, that you shared, because I've heard that one. I've heard that one before as well. And it really is, you know, it does come down to energy. And it comes down to a feeling more than like a knowing, right? It's like yeah. when you walk into a restaurant and you get a, a bad vibe and there's something inside of you that's just like, let's not go here, right? Or you meet someone and you just immediately get a feeling about them that is either negative or positive. 
like that is your intuition kicking in. That's that's like feeling something on an energetic level. And I know that kind of sounds woo woo and weird, but we are all energy. Like mm. that's all we are is is like the little bundles of energy wandering around. And your intuition is that immediate feeling, that unconscious feeling that doesn't make sense in the moment. But like I was saying, when you connect the dots later, it all kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So in other words, trust yourself, listener. Yeah. Trust Podcast yourself. listener. <laughs> trust yourself. Starting right now. Trust yourself. Yeah. Cool. And you can do all kinds of little little exercises to help trust yourself. You know, Ooh, okay. just taking a day and yeah. saying, I'm only gonna listen to my intuition today. I'm only gonna do the things that I'm I'm getting. And how do you know? This is another really important thing, but how do you know when it's your intuition and it's it's something else? Mm. right mm. that voice inside of your head the way i like to describe it is to say like does the voice sound like you or does it sound like someone else right yeah. so um it could be a voice in your head that sounds like a parent or you know a friend or a partner or it's like this voice coming that's actually yours, maybe your higher self. And the way I've heard it described before is like, if it's your ego, it's usually a voice that is gonna give you something. Whereas if it's your higher self, it's going to have some sort of like, not positive thing, but it's gonna be for the greater good. Um, mm -hmm. It's gonna be like a, it's gonna be helpful in some way. Yeah. So it's like you might get some sort of message coming in and if it's all if it's only about like to make money or like make you richer or something like that then chances are that's your ego talking. Whereas if it's coming from your higher self then it's most likely going to be better for the greater good or better for you. It's it's just going to be a, a a fuller richer kind of a voice. Yeah. Cool. What about you? How do you hear your intuition? You know, I think I'm all about easy. I'm all about easy. I'm all about path of least resistance. The way that I developed mine was I just started like every time I had something, you know, an idea come into my mind, I, I first decided to get out of the habit of demanding to see the work, right. To go back to this mm -hmm. um, metaphor, right. Where the answer would come up in my mind and I'd always like take time to be like, okay, how did I arrive at this answer and start weighing pros and cons? And like, and, it, and then it would turn like a which chocolate bar should I get, Snickers or Mars bar, into like a 45 second thing in my head. And I realized this is just such a waste of time. The first thing that came up was Snickers, buy Snickers and trust the, trust the intuition, right? And you can apply that same formula to whatever thoughts come into your mind. What's the meal I should, what's the restaurant we should go to? What's the course I should invest in, whatever. And here's the thing. Um, just, you know, accept the thoughts that come in and take action. And through the, through a natural process of trial and error, you'll hone in on what are really good intuitions and what are, you know, intrusive thoughts masquerading as, as intuitions and just let it develop naturally. At least that's what I, that's what I did. And now I like life is easier because I I'm requiring so much less conscious thought and just trusting that my unconscious or my subconscious mind my intuition, my higher self, call it whatever you will, has already done the work on my behalf. And it's working out great. And it's working out great. For those who know me know I live a decent life, right? I, I tend to, you know, tend to get what I want, right? And it, it, a big part of that is self-trust, right? Mm -hmm. 
Big time. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what it kind of comes down to is when you start listening to your intuition and you start saying yes to those pings or nudges or whatever you want to call them, then you really start to live a life where you're getting what you want all the time because it's just sort of like this ripple effect. It just keeps working. And I know now when I go against my intuition, everything just falls apart. <laughs> and so I know now that it's just like not even worth it to not listen to my intuition because the more I listen to my intuition, the more I get what I want. However, I'm going to say it can feel very uncomfortable because sometimes your intuition is pushing you to do something that consciously, I guess, you don't really want to do or feel comfortable doing, or, you know, maybe it's pushing you out of your comfort zone a little bit. So, you know, that's where things could, could also get a little bit scary and where you may not listen to your intuition too. So you have to be also really aware of that. But I think, you know, that's just your higher self saying like, you can do this, right? Yeah. Because you're intuitively, you're not going to go somewhere that you're not ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. That gives me an idea for a whole other episode. Awesome. That's by the way, <laughs> there's a can of worms in there just waiting to be yeah. opened. So maybe cool. we should just wrap up there. Yeah, I think, I think we got it. I think we got this one. Intuition. It's, it's in the garage behind the snowblower. Just go grab it. It's always been there. It never left and start using it. Make friends with your intuition Yeah, and it will serve you. And one of the best places you can listen to that is when you're doing something that requires almost zero thought. So when you're in the shower, when you're driving, when you're blow drying your hair, I mean, that's when I get a lot of my intuitive pings. And that's because your mind is at ease in that moment. So, you know, listen to what's going on in your head when you're doing these mindless tasks, washing dishes, you know, unloading the dishwasher, driving, yeah. um, really listen to what's coming in and ask yourself, hmm, could I do that? Yeah. Right? For, for me, it's jogging. When I go for a jog, oh, that's another um, good one. I tend to solve all of the world's problems just in my head because it's just enough physical activity to like occupy the conscious mind just enough. And then, you know, the unconscious mind can start revealing all the mysteries of the universe one at a time. And it tends to happen. Yeah. Also write that stuff down. So like open the notes app on your phone, you know, have maybe a journal that's just available. I mean, that's what I do. I get these ideas and then I write them down because oftentimes I'll forget them <laughs> if I don't write them down. So I write them down and then revisit them and, you know, don't think about it, right? Because these these sort of like intuitive downloads that people like to, to say, these are your best ideas oftentimes. Yeah. And the ones that are going to push you further ahead to take that action that we were talking about in the last episode. So take responsibility you for your intuition. <laughs> I love that. Take responsibility. Stop ignoring your GD intuition, everybody. Yeah. Step up. Cool. All right. I think that's going to cover it for today. Alana Banks, pleasure as always. By the way, where do people find you? You can find me at Alana Banks Coaching on Instagram. And I will be having a website soon. I'm just getting a new website created. So alanabanks.com will be my website. So stay tuned for more info on that. I am at Ryan Montes NLP on Instagram, ryanmontes.com. That's going to be it for today. So everybody, this is the No Excuses podcast. 
Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. And we shall see you on, well, not see you. You shall hear us on the next one. Thanks, everyone.